what evil lurks in the heart of men. The shadow knows. <laughs> Blue Coal presents The Shadow, a man of mystery who strikes terror to the very souls of sharpsters, lawbreakers, and criminals. The Shadow's exciting adventures begins in just a moment, but first, I'd like to remind you homeowners that right now, you can protect your family's health and save valuable dollars by burning blue coal. It's Pennsylvania's finest anthracite. Order a trial ton from your nearest blue coal dealer tomorrow. And if you enjoy tonight's performance, make sure to tune in each and every week for a new and different Radio Voices on San Francisco Community Radio, KXSF 102.5 FM, Monday nights from 8 to 10. Him and he ain't there, and all the time he's talking to you. Oh, that's screwy. That guy can do that. Yeah, well, wait till he gets to you sometime. I'm telling you, right, pal? He can read your mind. He knows what's going on in there before you know it yourself. Yeah, I don't believe that stuff. Okay, wise guy, okay, but wait till you hear him and. and... <laughs> the shadow knows. See, did you hear that? Yeah, but ain't nobody there. Where'd it come from? Who said that? He's here now. That's him, you fool. You didn't believe it? Look out. Get out of here. Beat it. It's the shadow. Mm, <laughs> Lamont Cranston, a man of wealth, a student of science, and a master of other people's minds, devotes his life to righting wrongs, solving crimes, protecting the innocent, and punishing the guilty. Using advanced methods that may ultimately become available to all law enforcement agencies, Cranston is known to the underworld as the Shadow. Never seen, only heard, a seemingly supernatural nemesis, as haunting to superstitious minds as a ghost, as inevitable as a guilty conscience. Today, the Shadow meets the problem of the Death House. Rescue. No. Paul. Oh, Paul. Did you have any luck today? No. I, I don't know how to get a job anywhere, Grace. Oh, Paul. What are we going to do? I, I don't know. I've got my health and brains and ambition, but no one seems to want them. Grace, what the doctor say about the baby? He... He said, oh, darling, I don't know how to tell you. More dad news, eh? Well, let's have it. The doctor said the baby can't get well, but, well, it'll take at least a year with treatments twice a week. And, oh, Paul, they're so expensive. Oh, poor kid. She's had a tough time of it. And, Grace, I've got to get a job somehow. There isn't anything left, Paul. I mean, the house is mortgaged and... Can we borrow any more on the car? No, no, no. A few more days and we won't even have a car if I don't find some way to make the back payments. Oh, but what are we going to do? We'll manage somehow. The baby's got to get well. 
We've got to give her a chance. We we can't go on like this without even enough to eat and... Grace, I've got to find a job. I, I'll, I'll do anything. I, I'll, I will find a job. Two more beers. Okay, draw two, Bill. Uh, I beg your pardon? Are, are, are you the boss here? That's right. I, I want a job. Nothing doing, buddy. But, but I've got to get a job. I, I'll do anything. I'll, I'll wait at the table. I'll wash dishes. I don't need any more help. Uh, how, how about delivering things? I've got a car. No, I don't deliver anything. Sorry, buddy. Nothing doing. Oh, well, all right. Hey! Hey, you! What? Uh, are you calling me? Yeah, sit down. Have a beer. Why, uh, no thanks, I, uh... Sit down. Meet a friend of mine. Just call him Lefty. Er, uh, hello? Hi, kid, what's your name? Uh, Gordon. Paul Gordon. Have a beer with us. Uh, no, no thanks, I, I'd, I'd rather not. Okay, say, did you hear, hear you, I hear you're looking for a job. Yes, I need one bad. Do you know where I can get work? Yeah, maybe we do. Don't we, Lefty? Uh, we don't know this guy, Red. Well, I don't know you either. I'm running this, you crab. Now look here, Gordon. Me and Lefty need a car and somebody to drive it for us. Get it? Yes, well, uh, I've got a car and I can drive. Uh, how about me? Is it a good car? Yes, I bought it when I had a little money, but now I... Yeah, yeah, I get it. Now listen, kid, you meet us tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, see? All right, where? Well, let's see, how about, yeah, I got this, right in front of the Uptown Bank. We gotta go there the first thing in the morning and uh, get a, 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 a check cash. Sure. Well, I have to pay me um, $10 a day, and you'll have to give me money to buy gas. Sure, sure, kid, that's okay. But be sure you're there at 9 o'clock or no job, see? Don't worry. I'll be there. Gosh, I'll be there at 8 o'clock. Say, buddy. You can't keep this car in front of the bank all day. Can't you see the sign? No parking. Oh, oh I'm not parking, officer. I'm, I'm waiting for a couple of men. I'm working for them, and... Uh... Well, you've been here for half an hour. Well, they'll be along now any minute. I'll, I'll keep my motor... Okay, but they better make it snappy. All right, officer, if they don't get here in a minute or two. Hey, what's that? Sounds like shots in the back. Hey there! Stop! You! You got him. Lefty, he's here. Here he is with the car. Come on, you stop that bus going. Get in, Red. Step on it, fella. Hey, what is this? Get out of my car, you, you know, guys. You know what this is? It's a gun. See, now get going and step on the gas. Hey, but you can't do this. Well, we are, see? Stop them! Stop those men! They've got the money in the bag! What is it? They held up the bank! They killed a cop! 
Come on, come on, get moving, you dope. I'll croak you the same way I plugged that cop. Well, let me go. I can't be mixed up in this. Okay, Lefty. No, don't shoot. All right, I'll go. Hold him off, Red. I'll watch this guy. Lefty, look in the rearview mirror and see what's coming. If I stick my head up where they can see me, I'll get plugged. Okay, wait a minute. Now say, Red, it's a car full of cops. Let them have it. Red, shoot at the tires. You missed him, Red. Try again. Uh, say, let me let me out of this. See, you you fellows take the car if you want it. Let me go. They'll think I'm in with you this on this thing. That's just what we're counting on, buddy. You missed again, Red. They're gaining on us. Hey, you kid. There's a curb in the road up ahead. Yes, see yes, it? I see it. See, you run the curb. Pull up and stop fast. Get it? All right, I will. Did you do what I told you, Lefty? Yeah, it's all fixed, Red. Right up in here. Are the cops in sight, Red? No, not yet. Okay, come on, Lefty. Thanks for the left, kid. You can't get away with this, you thugs. You murderers. I'll tell them where you've gone. I'm not going to let them pin this on me, you crooks. I'll get you. All right in there. Put up your hands. Put them up and keep them that way. Oh, all right, officer. I-, I didn't have anything to do with it. Oh, you didn't have anything to do with it, eh? No, no. no they made me drive them. They, uh, they took my car. Yeah? Where's the other two guys? They they made me stop here, and they ran off, and, and they went uh, off there. You can get them if you hurry. Okay, Mike, you stay here with me. The rest of you boys get after them other two guys. Go on, snap into it. Spread out. Some of you guys go the other way. This guy might be lying. Okay, Sarge, we'll get him. Mike, search the car. See what you can find. Look for fingerprints. Right. Come on, you. Get out. All right, youngster, come on. Now, you better come clean. Who are those other two guys? Come on, talk. Uh, Look, Sergeant, I haven't done anything. Honest, I I haven't. They made me drive them. You see, it's my car. Then you're the one that bumped off the policeman back there in the front of the bank. I ought to plug you for that right now, you rat. I, I, I didn't. I didn't do it. Looky here, Sarge. Look what I found. Under the front seat cushion, right side of him. It's a gun. Two shots fired and a roll of bills. Looks like it's about a grand. It isn't mine. They must have left it on purpose. It isn't mine, I tell you. Oh, yeah? Well, if that's the gun that bumped off Lewis, you got a lot to explain, buddy. I I can explain. I was roped into this. I, I I didn't know these men. I'm I'm a respectable citizen. They offered me a job. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Well, they did. Those other men. Well, we've got you. We'll get them later. Come on, you're under arrest. Order, order in the court. If the jury has reached a verdict, bring them in. (laughs) Who was that? Who laughed? I don't know, sir. It sounded like it came from right here. If I can't have order, I'll clear the courtroom. Order in the court. Paul Gordon, listen. What? What? Who's that? You can't see me, so don't try to look for me. I'm right here beside you. I 
don't understand. You don't have to. Keep your courage, Gordon. You'll need it. The jury will find you guilty. No! No! They can't! They'll find you guilty. The shadow knows. The... the what? The... the shadow? Yes. Keep your chin up, Gordon. I'll stand by you. Gentlemen of the jury, have you reached your verdict? We have, Your Honor. How find you? Your Honor, we find the prisoner guilty of murder in the first degree. Order in the court! <laughs> Don't let that frighten you, Gordon. Uh, I'm not guilty. I'm not. I didn't do it. Trust me, Gordon. Order in the court! Paul Gordon, the jury has found you guilty. You have shown you had a motive and an opportunity. And I, myself, have no doubt of your guilt. You will be taken from here to the place from whence you came. And there at some time during the week of October 20th, you will be hanged by your neck until you are dead. And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Who was that? Who laughed? Bailiff, bring that person before the court. But where is he, Your Honor? Who was it? I don't know. Don't you know? No, sir. I heard the laugh, but I couldn't see who it was, sir. Gordon. Paul Gordon. Listen to me. Oh, that voice again. That, that voice without a body. Like something inside me. Go away! Go away from me! You, you aren't anybody real! You're, you're just a voice! Steady, Gordon. Don't talk. Listen. I know what it is. I'm going crazy. I'm imagining things. How could a voice get in this cell uh, without... Um, why? There's nobody here. Nobody but me. If there was anybody here, I could see him. I'm going crazy. That's it. Crazy. Well, it doesn't make any difference. They can hang me when I'm crazy as well as any other way. I can't be crazy and dead, too. I might as well, in one way or the other. Hmm. Gordon, do you want to get out of this place? Out of here? Out of a death cell? <laughs> Gordon, keep quiet and listen. Who are you, if I'm not crazy? I was with you in court. I'm with you here in the death cell. How? How'd you get in here, if, if you are? I walked in when the warden walked out a few minutes ago. Uh, I can't see you. I, I, I don't believe it. Do you believe only in things you can see and understand? Well, yes. Do you understand electricity, Gordon? No, of course not. Nobody does. But you use it, and you believe in it. You don't understand radio either, but you've heard it. Bring you voices and music. Don't try to understand how or why. Just listen, if you don't want to hang. All right. Perhaps I am crazy. Maybe I, I don't even hear your voice. I, I just think I do. But, uh, all right, what, what have I got to lose? Now you're being sensible. Uh, I, I didn't do it. I, I don't have anything to do with it. I know you're innocent, Gordon. 
Don't waste time telling me things I know. I told everything in court. I can't say anymore. No crime is perfect, Gordon. There's always a loose end. The only reason all crimes aren't solved quickly is because there's someone, some fact that somebody knows but doesn't tell. They can't tell because they don't know. They don't know they don't know it. Then how can I tell you if... I don't want you to tell me anything. I'm going to think with your brain. I don't understand. Don't try. Concentrate, Gordon. Think about everything that happened. Relive the entire incident. Make pictures in your mind. Yes, uh, all right. No, no, Gordon. Stop thinking about your wife and baby. H how did you know I was thinking about them? I told you. I'm thinking with your brains. I'm seeing my mind in your mind like the pictures you create in yours. Like television? Yes, or mental telepathy, or mind reading, or hypnotism. I don't care what you call it. Stop talking. Think. All right, all right, I will. I am. Think. The picture isn't clear. See pictures in your mind, Gordon. Pictures. Now. That's better. Go on. The restaurant. The bar. Gordon, stop thinking about your wife. She blurs the picture. All right, I'll, I'll try. But I've been thinking about her so much... All right, I'll try. There, now, that's better. The car in front of the bank. Yes, I see it. The policeman. Yes. Wait a minute. The small man with the red hair. He was in front of you. Yes, that's right. Go on. You started the car, and then... Wait. Lefty couldn't keep you covered with a gun and look back to watch the police car. He looked in the mirror... The rear view mirror in, inside the car over the windshield. Ah, ah. That's the loose end, Gordon. That's it. I, I still don't understand. Do you want to understand or be free? Now, Gordon, I'm going to call the guard. I'm going. Call the guard. Ask him to come in. And as he comes in, I'll go out. Ah, ah, ah. The shadow knows. While we are waiting for the shadow to return, I would like to ask all homeowners a question. Do you want to save money? Of course you do. And you begin real saving when you cut down the cost of heating your home. Here's the easiest and surest way to do this. Decide now to cook and heat with blue coal. Here's why blue coal is more economical. It's prepared especially for use in the home. And blue coal is Pennsylvania anthracite. The fuel that furnaces, cooking ranges, and parlor stoves in this section of the country were especially designed to burn. It is mined by the Glen Alden Coal Company, the world's largest producer of specifically prepared home fuels. And every carload of blue coal is laboratory tested for purity and size before shipment. And you can always be sure of getting this superior home fuel because it's tinted with an unmistakable blue color. So you can identify it at a glance. Ask for blue coal by name in any one of four sizes, egg, stove, chestnut, or P. You will find the name of your nearest blue coal dealer 
listed in the where to buy it section of your classified telephone directory under the name Blue Call. You can support San Francisco Community Radio by going to KXSF FM and donating today. Go to sleep, dear. Mother will be right in the next room. Oh, don't cry, baby. Oh, God, please help me. Don't let them hang my baby's daddy. Dear God, help me to help Paul. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Oh, hush, baby. Hush, go to sleep. Yes, what is it? My name is Harriet Vincent. I have a message for you, Mrs. Gordon. You... You're not a reporter, are you? No, I'm a friend. I've come to help you. Oh, well, then come in. Please come in. Do I know you, or does my husband know you? No, but your husband has a friend who is going to save him. Oh, thank God. I've been praying for help. I don't know what to do, but who is he? Who is this friend? I can't tell you who he is, but he sent you this money. There's enough to get all the things you need for proper medical treatments for your baby. He sent this message, too. Don't lose hope. Why, money! A lot of money! And he says don't lose hope. But why? Why? The message is better than money. Now, Mrs. Gordon, where is your husband's car? Why, it's in the garage, but the loan people are going to take it tomorrow. Don't let them have it. Pay them. At any cost, keep the car here. But why? I... I don't need it. I I don't want it. Keep the car here, Mrs. Gordon. And another thing, I want to place a guard inside your garage. I don't want anyone to touch the car under any circumstances. I, I, I don't understand. And I can't explain. Just do as I say. And remember, I promise you, the man who sent me never fails. Who is he? I don't know. You don't know? And don't you bring me this money and bring me hope? And Mrs. Gordon, I don't know who he is because I've never seen him. I've heard his voice many times, but I've only seen his his shadow. Two more beers. Draw two. Brad, you're Red, you're a fool for coming in here again. This is the place we picked up the kid. Yeah, shut up, you fool. Well, it is, and it's tonight he's gonna hang. Keep your lip button up, Lefty, you scaredy cat. That's what's the matter with you. But what do you want to come here for? Oh, I don't know. I just wanted a glass of beer or two. This is a good place as any, ain't it? Yeah, you know, I've been, I've been the same way for the last couple of days. I've been wanting to come in here just like somebody sent for me. Kind of like I had to come. Yeah, I didn't say I felt that way. But you do, don't you? (laughs) Say, who's that? What was that? Uh, some guy over there to the bar laughing, that's all. Don't get jumpy, Lefty. It ain't healthy. Gosh, I I can't keep thinking about the guy hanging tonight. It's a tough break, ain't it? Yeah, for him. But it's a good break for us. We'll be in the clear as soon as he does his dance. Tonight. Yeah, I hope so. That stuff I've been reading about his wife and sick kid, it don't make me feel so good. Uh, cut that, Lefty. It's him or us, ain't it? With him out of the way, they ain't got a thing on us. Not even fingerprints. 
that's because I was smart enough to make you wear gloves. I didn't touch nothing anyway. Then they ain't got a clue. Come on, have another beer. Oh, I want some of that hard stuff. Oh, I know. Lay off that. I don't want you blabbing everything you know. Order a couple more beers, Lefty. I'm going to the telephone. Okay. Who are you going to call? A damn you, sap. We got money, ain't we? What's the use of sitting around moping? Just because, oh, shut up. Maybe I'll get two dames. Okay, Rod, that suits me. Two more beers over here, bartender. <laughs> well, what are you laughing at? Say, who was that? Did you ever hear about the shadow, Lefty? Yeah, say, what's going on here? Hey, hey, Red! Sit down, Lefty. What kind of trick is this? I, I can hear you, but where are you? You ain't here. Yes, I'm here, Lefty. And it's too bad about young Gordon, isn't it? <gasps> oh, what, do you, what do you know about that? <laughs> the shadow knows. Say, am I screwy or... Hey, bartender, give me a slug of straight liquor with them beers. So you think you pinned the killing on an innocent man? Yeah, no. Say, I don't know what this is all about. There's something screwy somewhere. You're trying to scare me. You ain't got no evidence. Where are you? So you think you didn't leave a clue, do you? We didn't. Nobody's got anything on us. Not on me. Hoover's coming in and slug of straight liquor. What you talking to yourself for, buddy? Here you are. Kind of goofy, eh? Maybe I am. A drink will pick me up. Now. Lefty, if you did leave a clue, you'll hang. You know that, don't you? Why don't you just go away? You're not anybody. I know I'm just hearing things. That's what it is. Perhaps there are some fingerprints, Lefty. I know we had gloves on. There couldn't be no fingerprints. Did you have gloves on the whole time? Yeah, sure I did. You're left-handed. Now listen carefully, Lefty. When you were sitting in the front seat of Gordon's car, your gun was in your left hand. Remember? Say, you ain't nobody, are you? It's just... Say, how do you know? What did you do with your right hand? What did I do with... Maybe I need another drink. Hey, bartender, another slug of straight liquor. Make it snappy. Okay. You took off your right glove, didn't you, Lefty? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't... Oh, gosh, I'm going nuts. Hurry up with that liquor. Okay, coming. You couldn't see the car that was chasing you because the angle of the rearview mirror was adjusted for the driver. And you weren't driving. So do you remember what you did? No, no, I didn't take it off. I don't think I did. And, and even if I did, I didn't touch anything. Here's your liquor, buddy. But when a guy like you gets talking to himself, you better quit drinking this stuff. Oh, go on, beat it. Okay, just a screwball, huh? Even if I did, I, I didn't touch anything. <sighs> Are you sure you didn't reach up with your bare hand and turn that rearview mirror? Are you sure, Lefty? No. No, I didn't say, I mean, maybe I did it that. If the police find that fingerprint, before you can get there and rub it off, you'll hang, Lefty, just the way Gordon's going to hang tonight. No, no, they won't hang me. Fingerprints, huh, on the mirror? Yes, the police haven't found the prints yet. They looked everywhere except the mirror. The car is still in Gordon's garage. Say, maybe I can rub him off. And then the police ne never had anything on me. Say, say, Red. <laughs> Red, come here quick, quick, Red. What do you want, Lefty? Shut up, you fool. People are looking at you. Red, you and me are going to hang if we don't look out. 
Yeah, say, didn't I tell you not to drink any of that hard liquor? But Red, I, I, I just thought of something in the car. You know, Gordon's car, the rearview mirror. I took off my glove and I pushed the mirror around so I could see out the back and my fingerprints were on it. Shut up, you fool. When did you get that bright idea? Just now, sitting here, I, I, I thought I heard... Well, never mind how I know, I know. We gotta do something, Red. Uh, we better scram. That's what we better do. Didn't I tell you not to take off your gloves? We gotta do something. Red, the car's still in Gordon's garage. How'd you know? It wouldn't be nowhere else, would it? I might have known better than to let a screwball like you on a good thing like this. Fingerprints, you rat, you fool. Come on, Red, quick. We gotta go and wipe off that mirror. They'll be hanging us. Red, if it's the last thing I ever do, I'm gonna get them fingerprints off. Yeah, that's right, Lefty. That's right. And that's what it'll be. Uh, warden, warden. Yes, Gordon. Have you have you heard anything from the governor? I'm sorry, Gordon. The governor has refused to do anything for you. Oh, well, then uh, I've got to go uh, tonight. Yes, at eleven. Uh, what time is it now? About ten. Is there anything more I can do for you? No, I guess not. Only God can help me now, and He's forgotten about me. I guess. <laughs> hey, warden. I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I, I tell you, I haven't got any right to take me out there and, and hang me. Who's going to look after my wife and my baby? I can't help you now, Gordon. It only, I only take my orders. Can I, can I send you anything? No, no. No. No, thank you, Warden. I'll be back in a little while. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? You? Uh, uh, again? Yes. I told you I'd stand by. Are you here in the cell with me? Yes. I came in when the warden opened the door. Why? <laughs> What'd you come for? To see me hang? No. To be sure you don't hang, Gordon. Oh, what chance have I got now? In a little while, Gordon. The two men, Lefty and Red, are going to confess... Or at least, Lefty is. I don't believe it. <laughs> Why should he? They're free. There's, there's no evidence, no way of proving that I wasn't in on it. Only one way, Gordon. A confession. Keep quiet, Lefty. There's a garage right back there. I'll stay here and keep an eye open for you, Red. You go in and wipe off the mirror. Oh no, you had the dumb cluck that forgot the fingerprints on it. They're your prints, not mine. You go inside. All right. Say, I'm glad I thought about that mirror, Red. They could hang us on that. Don't talk too much. Come on, I'm telling you. You dirty rat. If this is a plant of some kind, I'll pour so much lead into you, you'll weigh a ton. Oh, don't be like that, Red. I wouldn't cross myself, would I? I don't know. Maybe you would. We're in this together. If they get me, they'll get you. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of, Lefty. You sound so screwed to me, but I ain't taking no chances. If you put fingerprints on the mirror, it's up to you to take them off. And if there's a funny business, remember, you're going to get croaked. And I don't mean maybe. Okay, right, okay. I mean, it's a cinch to get in there and clean off the mirror. Well, don't take your gloves off this time. Don't worry, I won't. Come on, give me a hand with the store, Red. Don't make so much noise, you fool. It ain't me. I didn't do it. Stop shooting off your mouth. Get in there and hurry up. And remember, you rat. 
you're pulling any fast ones on me, they won't get a chance to hang you. <laughs> You'll hear from the Gordon governor any minute now, Gordon. Will I hear from the Gordon or the governor? Will I? Well, suppose I don't. It's almost 11 o'clock, and if he don't do something for me pretty soon, it'll be too late. The shadow never fails, Gordon. How do I know that? How do I even know you're here, or that this voice I'm hearing isn't just my imagination? Maybe, maybe I am going crazy. Take it easy, Gordon. Why do you suppose I'm here? I don't even know why you are, or anybody is. You're innocent, Gordon. You're not going to hang. I can make you as invisible as I am. I can let you walk right out of the door without being seen. But that won't clear you. We've still got a few minutes left. By this time, the police should have Red and Lefty in jail. They should have a confession from both of them. I've got evidence enough to hang them, Gordon. But that wouldn't help you. Only a confession can clear you. But, uh, I, I don't understand. <laughs> hey, you ready, Gordon? It, uh, isn't time yet, is it? Almost. What's so funny about it, Gordon? Didn't I hear you laughing just now? No, I, 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 I didn't laugh. Come on, Gordon. Where? Uh, out there? We'll take you to another cell. It's nearer. There's a minister there. He'll talk to you for a few minutes and then... Oh, come on, Gordon. Brace up. The guards will help you. All right, men. Let me alone. I, I, I don't need any help. I can walk. That's the way, Gordon. Take it like a man. This way, to the left. Keep your chin up, buddy. It's my turn next. So long, fella. Good luck. Goodbye, kid. I bet you'll look pretty with a rope necktie. Do a little dance for him, boy. Yeah, bye, kid. Goodbye, kid. Yeah. So long, sucker. See you in St. Louis. They don't make it any easier for you, do they, Gordon? Oh, that's all right. I, I don't mind. What time is it, Warden? Just a few minutes more. Is, is he? Are you? Are you still there? Still here, Gordon. I um I I don't know. It was just a voice, just a voice. I I don't know whether I heard it or I didn't hear it, but somebody or something was with me back there talking to me. Listen to me, Red. Back already, huh? You did a quick job wiping off that mirror. I didn't wipe it yet, Red. Look in the car. I'll show you why. Okay, but go easy with that flashlight or somebody may spot us. I'll wipe off that mirror. But you can't, Red. Look there. The mirror is gone. <laughs> you trying to kid me, Lefty? Snatching the mirror? Then giving me the laugh? Yes, the mirror is gone, Lefty. With your fingerprints on it. You hear that, Red? You hear that voice? Still trying to kid me. Maybe this ain't Gordon's car. But it is his car. Do you see that slit in the cushion? That's where I shoved the gun and the dough that the coppers found. Keep on talking, Lefty. You going goofy, Lefty. Talking to yourself and saying to keep on talking? It wasn't me, Red. I wasn't the guy who got us to come here. What guy? It was your idea, Lefty. It was the shadow back there in the beer joint. I was afraid to tell you then. What? What shadow? 
This is some kind of joke. No kidding. This guy comes up on you and you, and you can't see him and you reach for him and he ain't there. And all the time he's talking to you. Oh, that's screwy. You guy can't do that. Yeah, well, wait till he gets you. Sometime I'm telling you right, pal. He can read your mind. He knows what's going on there before you do know it yourself. I don't believe that stuff. Okay, wise guy, okay. But wait till you hear him and... <laughs> the shadow knows. See? Did you hear that? Yeah. But there ain't nobody there. Where'd it come from? Who said that? He's here now. That's him, you fool. You didn't believe it? Look out. Get out of here. Beat it. That's the shadow. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to scare me, Lefty. It was your fingerprints on the mirror, not mine. Because I was fixing the mirror so you could shoot back at the cops. You mean you'd rat on me to save your neck? I should know better than to let a scaredy cat like you in on a good deal. Give me that flashlight. I'll find the guy that's hiding here. Give him the laugh to help you scare me. Stand where you are. We've got you covered. Drop that flashlight. Up with your hands. Surrender in the name of the law. Oh, it's the cops, Red. You wigwagged them in here acting crazy with that flashlight. Yeah, they got us, you scaredy cat. visitor here to see you, Warden. His name is Cranston. Oh, Lamont Cranston. Have you come right in? Good to see you, Cranston, but you'll have to wait here until after the execution. But I came here for my friend, Commissioner Weston. He wants to know if you received the governor's reprieve. A reprieve for Gordon? Why no? Wait! That could be the governor's office calling now. Hello? Hello? Yes? Yes, go on. Mm. All right, I'll hold. Mm. I understand. So is it the governor? Yeah, you're right, Cranston. Gordon has been cleared. Amazing, but how? A man named Harry Vincent went to buy Gordon's car. He and Mrs. Gordon found that the mirror had been twisted. They called the police and asked if it had been fingerprinted. And had it? No. So it was taken to the police lab and dusted. It showed prints belonging to a man called Lefty, and they linked him to another known as Red. So, they could be the missing bank robbers. Exactly. And the police received a tip-off to watch Gordon's garage. They did, and the two suspects showed up looking for the mirror. They were taken into custody, each accusing the other of murder blame on Gordon. The result was a complete confession by both. It... It's you, Warden. For the last time, I suppose. It is the last time, Gordon. You are free. <laughs> Don't say that. Warren, you're trying to soften it. No, it's the truth, Gordon. The governor's reprieve came through at the last moment. Ask Mr. Cranston here. It's true, Gordon. The robbers were captured, and they both confessed, clearing you completely. Like he said they would. So he was right. <laughs> the shadow. Uh, hear that, Warden? That voice? Do you hear it? Take it easy now, Gordon. I'm transferring you to the hospital for tonight. Your wife will be here tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you, Warden. Come up to the office, Cranston, so you can witness the reports I make up for the governor and the commissioner. Good. You handled it fine, Warden, of course. The shock made Gordon act oddly. Yeah, like when he asked if I heard that voice? Yes, it's strange how sudden emotion can build up a man's imagination. I know, Cranston. I've been here long enough to see it happen often. Sometimes to those who least expect it. Like whom, Warden? Oh, like myself, Cranston. I thought I heard that voice, too. Oh, did you? I didn't hear anything. 
Cranston, what's got your interest outside my office window? Warden, in the moonlight. I see a lovely woman coming out of this building. Who is she? Huh? She's my part-time social secretary, Miss Margot Lane. Ah, I'd like to meet her. The story you have just heard is the script for The Shadow, Death House Rescue, originally broadcast in September 26, 1937, put together for your pleasure on KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco Community Radio on Radio Voices. The characters in this story are entirely fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> Today's first broadcast of The Shadow, September 26, 1937, has been brought to you by your friendly blue coal dealer. Just ask Senator Joe Manchin, and he'll tell you that blue coal will heat the world for decades to come. <laughs> 